Hello and welcome to another edition of Defending the Den. I'm your host, Scotty Waz. How are you guys doing? Hope you're doing well. It was quite the adventurous weekend for the Black Bears as the New Jersey Titans come into town for the first time this year. And it's one of those deals where, uh, boy, it was a tough one. It was a tough weekend overall for the Black Bears. And, uh, and uh, yeah, not a lot to talk about. Uh, well, a couple things to talk about on the positive side. We'll get to that here in a bit. But we'll start off with Friday's game. And things didn't get started like the Black Bears had won it. They were in their uh, military appreciation jerseys. Uh, they were looking nice. They were getting ready to go. And then 108 into it after an icing, I do believe it was an icing call the other way. Uh, Cooper Eberhardt redirects a shot in front and gets the Titans on the board just over a minute into the game. Not what they wanted, just a shot from Matt Henry on the point. Gets deflected over the glove of Colin Ronan. And then we have a one nothing scoreline. Maryland with two things back up the rest of the period. They had plenty of chances. They were starting to get some strides offensively towards the middle and towards the end of the frame. Uh, nothing doing there, unfortunately. Could not get one past Dylan Crick uh, on that. But uh, eight seconds left in the frame. First minute, last minute for the Black Bears. Not the best one. Riley Fitzgerald picks up the puck on a broken drop pass towards the end of the frame and then rips it home for his third of the year. Titans go into the first intermission up by a score of two to nothing. Coming out in the second frame, Black Bears, again, trying to get some offense going, trying to get some speed going. They were able to contain the Titans into their zone for a bit, so that helped out a lot. Uh, and really, you think you need unlikely sources for goals to go in in tight games like this. And wouldn't you know it, Magnus Godowski stepping up to the plate on this one uh, finds a loose puck in front and would not stop until it was in the back of the net, just hacking away at it, and gets his first NAHL goal, his first goal of the season, getting the weight off his shoulders for that one. Matthew Croxel gets his seventh assist. Trace Johnson gets his eighth assist midway through the frame. They cut the deficit to one. Then the Black Bears try to find the equalizer, a little bit of a uh, miscommunication on picking up some players, and uh, Jack Hillier sprung in alone and was able to find past Colin Ronan uh, for the 3-1 goal. It was Hillier's second of the year, and the Titans take back a two-goal lead. But then a minute later, who else but Jeremy Tremblay uh, just decides to pot another one, just his 11th of the year. A nice little up pass from Adam Shankula. Got a little deflected in front, but Tremblay stayed with it, able to swipe the puck away. Uh, forehand, backhand, goal light for his 11th of the year. Shankula's 18th assist, and Ray Perot getting his second assist. And the Black Bears to within one after two periods. Then in the third period, the Black Bears again still trying to find that equalizer, pressing as they could. They had two power plays to work with, including one late with under five minutes left. But unfortunately, Dominic Ravelli, the captain of the New Jersey Titans, broke that one up. A uh, miscue on the ice. The ice was not kind in general, to either team late in the game. As it got scratched up, the puck was sticking a lot to the ice, um, which created a lot of havoc and a lot of turnovers, and unfortunately one of those turnovers went against the Black Bears. Ravelli on a shorthanded 2-1-1, pots home his fifth uh, or seventh of the season to make it 4-2, to two, and that is the way it stood all the way through 4-2. to two. The Titans take this one. Colin Ronan stops uh, 15 saves in the defeat. Moving on to Saturday, and this was a definitely a tough one. This is one uh, that went back and forth 
on each side of things. First period was very even. Uh, power plays both sides. Uh, got a couple, got a good few good looks on that. Nothing going in the first period at all. Second period, again, another tight matchup. This is where the Black Bears and Titans niceties kind of went away. Had a couple roughings, had a couple misconducts. It was a heck of a show in the uh, second period, though. But the second period, icebreaker, hey, wouldn't you know, Magnus Godowski staying hot, getting his second fish goal of the year. And then second in as many nights, of course, he just picks up a puck from Trace Johnson, rips it home, top shelf for his second of the year. Trace Johnson's ninth assist, Evan Sofakitis with his 12th assist of the season. Black Bears up one to nothing going into the third period. In the third period, the Black Bears did have some chances. They had some penalties against them, especially late into the frame. Uh, early in the frame, they had a couple power play chances that could have went their way. Did not go in the uh, shorthanded attempt. One, especially Dimitri Kibru, breaks in, hits the goal post, and that could have sealed the deal right there. Uh, unfortunately, with under a minute to go, Dominic Ravelli strikes again for his eighth of the year with the extra attacker on for New Jersey. Just a flex one in front after a great save by uh, Owen Lepak. Uh, made a big glove save just a few seconds earlier, only to have it go out to the point and get redirected by Ravelli. And we go into overtime. Overtime had a couple shots. Adam Shankula hits the post. Uh, New Jersey had a couple that uh, went just wide. And we go into a shootout in that shootout. Uh, Jack Hillier, the only shooter to score. He was the first one in the entire shootout to go. He stopped, or he scored, and then the last two New Jersey Titans were stopped. All three Maryland Black Bears were stopped, and that is the game. 2-1, to one, the final. Lee Pack with a solid effort, 22 saves in this one, and uh, named Defender of the Den from that. So the Black Bears uh, only able to take one point out of their weekend so far, and, you know, they, they have... Not face this much adversity for a string for a bit, so uh, to get it near the midway point is pretty good to kind of toughen the team up in general. If we look at the way too early standings right now, Black Bears sitting three points up on the main Nordiques, who are in second with a fifth. Uh, Black Bears have a 15-4-1 and two record with a 28 plus 28 goal differential, but only six wins in their last ten, and they will go on to face New Hampshire, who we'll talk about here. In a second, um, and why not the second be now, right? So uh, the uh, New Hampshire Mountain Kings are came in to Piney Orchard a few weeks back on a hot streak. Now they're kind of in between right now. They've only won five of their or three of their last ten games. So two teams that are trying to find some kind of consistency in their game overall. This is a series that the uh, Black Bears played tough against uh, the Mountain Kings. A couple of key blocks late. In games were the things that kind of were a salvation for the Black Bears into getting all four points. So you got to figure a grit and grind game could be the way to uh, go ahead and beat the Mountain Kings and get four points in their barn to go into Thanksgiving week uh, pretty full. Uh, get full of points, get full of turkey. It'd be a great time for everybody. But um, consistency is going to be a big thing and trying to figure out what's going to happen uh, and, and how this team can, you know, what they do in facing adversity. So let's get to our interviews of the week. Uh, and we will start off here with uh, Russ Smith, the assistant coach for the Maryland Black Bears. Just a little talk about uh, the said adversity and how this team faces it. And also his time, uh, you know, being from the Maryland area from back in the early 2000s and the difference from then uh, two decades ahead 
to see what the, you know, just the skill level and everything uh, that has happened with Maryland hockey since that time. Joined by Russ Smith and uh, Russ, heck of a weekend against New Jersey this past weekend. Your thoughts on, uh, on the overall weekend? Uh, it certainly wasn't our best, but uh, something's going to happen throughout the season, and I think most importantly is how we respond going into this weekend in New Hampshire. So, You guys had two weeks of adversity, pretty much, because you had a tough weekend against Rochester the week before, and then this weekend against New Jersey. What is the message to the team to how to deal with that kind of adversity? He's just showing up, being responsible, winning your battles, um, and just taking ownership of being who we're supposed to be and having our identity every night. Now you look back at everything you from this from this area, grew up here, played hockey here, and now you look at how the transition is, the talent from here. Do you wish you had that when you were playing and growing up, <laughs> being able to stay home? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I was lucky to play here until I was 16. Um, I had a great opportunity to go away, and I mean, that's certainly the case for some still, but there was not nearly the chances that our guys from here have now. So uh, it would have been great to have, but I was lucky for what I was able to do as well. When you look at the guys who are still here, Jesse Horacek, Dimitri Hebrew, do you think that those guys also carry the torch for Maryland for the other guys who are coming in who don't know much about the area? And, and yeah, absolutely. And having been on the youth side of it before, you see how much the younger kids look up to guys like that. And our guys are certainly aware of that. And I think they do a good job of attending youth practices and going to Team Maryland stuff. And you know, all you hear is how thrilled the players are to have those guys around. You go into this coming weekend against New Hampshire. It's a new arena, new place, but you've played this team before. They played you pretty tough at your home rank. What is the message going forward for this one? Yeah, they're, they're a big, heavy team, and we obviously need to respond to that, but we also need to be better in our systems and take advantage of uh, where we think that they're weak and where we think our strengths are. And, you know, I think the more we use the middle of the ice and the more we're uh, playing within our systems and owning our battles, the better we're going to be. Moving on, Magnus Gadowski had himself a week. We will talk about his uh, two-goal effort on the weekend and then also what has been said in the room in terms of what to do with all this, uh, with, with going ahead and looking forward to the rest of the season. Magnus Gadowski joins me now. And Magnus, what a weekend for you overall. But before we get to that, the team side of things, tough weekend for the team. Mm -hmm. um, what was the message this weekend in practice? I think we got to work on our structure a bit. I think we got away from our structure, started playing their game a little bit. So just focusing on what we can do as a team versus what the other team's doing. And that, that works out really well. And for you, a great weekend. Two goals, first in the NAHL. You. you got the uh, weight off your back on that first one. How good did that feel for you? That felt great. I mean, to have to hear the support from my teammates was the biggest thing. Um, just for them, uh, it meant a lot to me. But to see them, how happy they were for me, meant even more. That's got to mean good for you for the, you know how much support you're getting from mm -hmm. that team as well. Uh, how has your time been so far in Maryland? Your two years, two years in here, does it feel like home for you? Oh yeah, for sure. It's been awesome. Everything from the billets to the rank uh, makes me feel part of the family at home and a part of the family at the rank for sure. When you look at the past two seasons, it's kind of this, almost the same trajectory for both teams. What are the similarities between this, this team this year and last year's game? I think we treat everyone equally. Like Coming from being a rookie last year, I felt just as much a part of the team as Brad McNeil, our captain. And then this year, I think we're doing a good job as all the young kids, all the new guys feel, or they should feel just as much part of the team and treated just the same as everyone else. Now you're going on the road this weekend to New Hampshire. You guys had a tough series against them home, uh, getting out two wins. What's the big thing to get two wins up in New Hampshire now? Yeah, 
Uh, that's the goal. So yeah. Well, what's the big what's what's the big thing you guys got to work on to make sure you get that? Uh, I think just what we focus on practice, just structure. Um, I think we know what we're capable of doing, so just keeping that in our minds, not getting too down from the weekend this weekend, um, and just focus on improving moving forward. Magnus Skidowski. And then Owen Leepak joins us, one of the young guns for the Maryland Black Bears, uh, as uh, he is getting into a flow of it. We'll talk about uh, his time in Maryland so far and also uh, how uh, Colin Ronan has been a positive effect on his play as he jumped to the NAHL level from the 16U AAA level. Owen Leepak joins me right now. And Owen, uh, first off, welcome to Maryland. And yeah. uh, how's your time been here so far? It's been really good, yeah. I like the, the boys and the billet situation. It's all good. Now, this past weekend, a tough one for you guys. You had a solid game on Saturday. Um, but what was the message in this week's practice? Um, we started off pretty rough. Like, Tuesday's practice was kind of a bag, but I don't know. We had a lot of energy, so I think this weekend will be good. So This is one of the few times you guys have faced adversity so far this year. you think that's good for your character and good for you guys going forward? Yeah, definitely. Like I feel like it's a long season. It's obviously going to happen, so might as well have it happen early on. Now you're coming out from uh, 16U uh, AAA. How is the difference between the speed there and the speed in the NA level? Yeah, it's, it's like it's a lot different game. Uh, the guys are obviously older. But I don't know. It's still like hockey, so. And your goal being stop the puck is pretty, Definitely. pretty yeah. basic all exactly. the time there. Yeah. Uh, can you talk about the working with uh, Colin Ronan? He seems like a good mentor for you. No, yeah, there. he's super nice. Yeah, he's really like helps me out when I need it, and uh, one of one of a very good par- goalie partner <laughs> to have. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, so you guys are going up to New Hampshire this weekend. What are the goals for you guys? Obviously, four points is the big thing. Yeah. But. Uh, System-wise, is there anything big you guys been harped on this week? I don't know. Just like making like timely saves, I guess, like for the boys, I guess, and uh, yeah, just try and save <laughs> the puck as much as we can. What's your What's your biggest thing? Uh, the biggest thing you are learning about Maryland that you didn't know coming into just the state as a whole? Yeah, just like um, just how much of like a bag juniors is. Just like every day around the ice, sometimes two hours a day. So just getting my body like well rested over the weekend and stuff so definitely that definitely a change for you huh yeah (laughs) it is all right Owen Leepak thank you man yeah thank you thanks to Russ and Magnus and Owen for their time and also thanks to Chris and Jess at the Black Bears for allowing me to do such a things if you want the video on that go to defending den mbb on twitter and you can check out all those videos from there into a bit of some alumni news, why don't we? Uh, we'll start off with uh, Sean Henry, who was the original and I think still uh, president of Piney when they did that thing back in the first year. He's playing at Trine University in his second year. Already four points in six games for the uh, White Lake Michigan native. Uh, he's, like I said, in his second year after a eight-point campaign in 25 games for Trine last year. He's already almost well, – he is halfway to that point. Uh, on both sides of things, he had two goals and six assists last year. He's a goal and three assists this year. So uh, big things out of Henry for his first season. you love to see it. Cameron Recchi is over with the University of St. Thomas over in D1. He's only played in four games this year, but has a goal in that in the uh, their first game of the season, I do believe, against St. Cloud State uh, with the goal there. And uh, this is after playing 35 games apiece 
Uh, for that one, it looks like he has been in and out of the lineup for St. Thomas, but good to see him in his third year uh, keeping things rolling over uh, in one of the newer Division I schools. Brian Sinclair, who last played with the Black Bears in 2020-2021, uh, playing with Anna Maria College right now, has a goal and an assist in six games so far. So a solid work for him overall. Anna Maria is one of the colleges who could be a sneaky one in uh, in Division Three play as uh, they, are, they are a very good team that a lot of people are sleeping on. So good to see Bryden Sinclair being part of that success. Ryan Bottrell, who is the uh, all-time points leader for the Maryland Black Bears, single season record rather, uh, he is keeping it going down there. Uh, or up there, rather, in Brown University. Five assists in his first six games, uh, including two multi-assist games uh, earlier, or late in October, and then first time, or their first game in uh, November. So big things coming from him after a solid freshman season that included 21 points in 38 games. And finally, Hunter Ramos, who played for the Black Bears last year, up in Youngstown, has got three goals in 13 games so far. Um, been uh, trying to get the, the flow of things in the USHL, and I'm sure he'll pick on that, pick up on that fairly easy as the season goes along. So uh, good to see him uh, going through that pipeline that is the Black Bears to Youngstown. And he's also committed to Lake State, so another pipeline back up to Lake State as the Black Bears have had quite the pipeline to Lake Superior State. Um, so that's it. That's all. Thank you all for listening. I appreciate it very much. Go to Defending Den MBB on Twitter for updates on that. Uh, and then also ClutchingCrabHockey.com for any kind of updates there and all that fun stuff. I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself when someone else has been Defending Den, defending the Den, part of the Face Off Hockey Show, Media Faction, and Podcast Monsters. You guys have a fun week. Go cheer this team on. Uh, all the actions on NAHL TV if you can uh, get the hamster on the wheel. And then we will talk to you guys next time through about a nice little, hopefully, four-point weekend out of New Hampshire. Peace.